and we've seen so many of these stories, Phil, aren't we? I mean, if you sit there, of course, up and down the country, it's a, it, there's nowhere really that uh, is unique from another, is it? It's generally the same sort of picture, I'm guessing. I, I think I think it is much the, much the same picture with this this bottom line of people not having enough money to buy food mm. um, for whatever reason. Uh, we 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 don't typically um, judge. The reasons we know in some we know in all cases what the reasons are because people get referred into us, but we only see understand those reasons at a high level. Um, the detail, the backstories. Yeah. We don't have much inkling of what life is is really like, but the people who turn up on our, our doorsteps in Fairham and Gosport, uh, ordinary people, um, who who are going through a, a crisis caused by. All sorts of things. Yeah, but uh, still having not having enough money to to buy food, and that's the bottom line. And this them. this is the thing, isn't it, Phil? Because it, it is all walks of life. It doesn't matter. You know, you could be earning not you know comfortably off. Let's put it that way. Uh, but you know, it, it's still a struggle, um, regardless, isn't it? It's affecting that's a hell of a right. lot of people. I, you, you get the crisis of the the unexpected bill. That that certainly goes on. The mm. unexpected illness the unexpected loss of job. It's all about things that, come, in a sense, creep up on people. Yeah. Um, and the, the reality is that if people don't or aren't, or aren't enabled and helped through those crises, they just slip a bit further. Um, and and you, when, when people keep on slipping, they ultimately slip into homelessness. What's the process, Phil, now? Someone listening tonight uh, obviously finds themselves in the situation you, you're describing there. What's the process of being referred? How, how does that work? Well, it, would, it would involve a, a conversation with, say, someone like Citizens Advice, um, local authority officers, uh, all sorts of people, school outreach workers, mental health professionals, health visitors, um, the, the list for, for us is is, is um, pretty lengthy, really. We've got about 300-plus individuals who can refer people in to our service, representing, I don't know, getting on for a couple of hundred organisations, criminal justice system. Um, but we've, we've seen a rise in cases coming through the probation service. We've seen a rise in cases coming um, as a consequence of domestic abuse. Um, and domestic violence, um, but then you know the one the ones that we meet, the ones that we meet on our doorsteps, are, are in not ninety nine percent of cases perfectly fine. They're they're, they're lovely people who, at one level, don't deserve to be in these these sorts of dire straits. I would say no no blame attached really. Mm. Mm. And that situation, I'm guessing, is being repeated everywhere, isn't it? Particularly around here as well. It, it, it's repeated around mm. here, but it's, it, those are going to be the kinds of things that are repeated up and down the country. There, there, is, there, there are areas that are significantly more deprived than Fairham and Gosport, although Fairham and Gosport have their fair share of areas of serious deprivation. And in places you, you, you wouldn't really anticipate. Mm. You know, we get referrals in from Whiteley and all sorts anywhere where there's I shouldn't really be saying this should I anywhere where there's there are pockets of social housing 
for instance, mm. there, there will be pockets of deprivation. Um, um, we analyse our data out by postcodes, so we, we have a rough idea. And the postcodes where our people, our, our service users, come from are the postcodes that would be defined by um, deprivation statistics from the, the Office of National Statistics as um, they're colour-coded red. They're the areas of greatest deprivation. And there's four of those in Gospel and one in Fairham. And, and that, that's, you know, you get, you get concentrations of um, food bank users in, in those postcodes. And interestingly, a couple of years ago, before COVID, I had a conversation with a GP who was analysing health statistics. And he found that there was a similar kind of correlation between poor health and those postcodes. So there's a, there's a correlation between poor health not saying it's causative, but there is a correlation between poor health, food bank use, and certain postcodes. The three, you know, there's, there's a, a meeting of the three, if you like. Mm. And it's, you know, it's, it's sad, really. It's I, sad that we should have, have, have allowed ourselves to get into this state. Yeah, but. yeah. And it certainly hasn't helped, has it? Because obviously this deprivation is not just a cost of living crisis, but uh, it's the food poverty as well. Where everything's just going up and oh, up that's and right. up. You, yeah, food price inflation goes high, is up, moving higher than um, the, the general mm. inflation numbers that the government uses. And, and don't let's not be fooled. Just because they're going up only by, say, 5%, which is roughly where it is now, that's 5% on top of the 10, 12, 13, 14% rises that they've been over the last um, year or so. All that means is that food prices and prices of goods and services are, are going up slightly more slowly than they were. It's not that they're getting cheaper. They're, they're, going, get, they're getting uh, more expensive but at a slightly slower rate. And that impacts everyone. It's not just our service users. It hits into the people who give us food because they ca they can't afford to buy the stuff to go into the baskets to give out. So we have to use re reserves to to buy food to make up the the differences. So it, it is a complex old business and a, and a, a, a sad old world really yeah. that we're living in at the moment. Is this the worst you've seen it, Phil? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is. When I started in 2010, um, we fed about 1,600 people a year. Today, this year, probably getting on for 9,000. At least a five-fold increase over yeah, those that's a hell of a, years. Yeah, that's a hell of a jump, that's isn't it? a big it? increase. Yeah, absolutely. That is a massive increase. Uh, and just goes to show how things have changed in that short space of time, really. Yeah, I... I yeah, I, I can understand why why people are less optimistic about the future. I can understand why why people don't have particularly robust hopes about about the future. Um, but from from our point of view, the the good thing is that we send we see probably sixty percent of, of of the preferred people once only, um, and ninety percent we see four times or fewer. So our our goal of not creating dependency and helping people through short-run crises um, is, is being achieved to, to some to some extent. 
and, and we're delighted about that because we don't want people who are dependent on handouts from, from food banks. It's, not, it's, it's, a, it's a dignity thing. And it is, isn't it? It's charity for a lot of people who don't really want to go to charity. No, they don't. They don't. I, I jokingly say to people when, I, when I'm, I'm allowed near them, um, <laughs> and I say, I hope I never see you again. Um, to which they report, and I hope I never see you again. And it, it's all to do with not wanting to be used in a food bank. They don't, really don't want to be using handout food, um, but the handout, the, the stuff that we give them, if that gets them through the crisis, out the other side, and stops them slipping down that slippery slope towards homelessness, then that's got to be a good thing. Well, it has, hasn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, at one point there was a difference, wasn't there, when you, you've been in the studio and chatted with us, that um, Fairham was probably a little, slightly better off than Gosport, but there's not much in it anymore, you, well, you no, say there, Phil. I think Gosport is still a bit more marked than Fairham, mm. but that's not surprising. When, they, when Gosport's got four areas of red-coloured deprivation and Fairham's only got one, you'd expect some imbalance, and that is actually what we're seeing. Gospel is worse off than Fairham, without a shadow of a doubt. <clears throat> That's quite. It's food for thought, isn't it? When you start breaking it down like that and looking at those particular numbers, it's um, quite sad, really, is it, to get to this stage as well. Yeah, I, the, the trouble. I think the trouble is that I can't see any end to this. Mm. That's that's my problem. I can only see it continuing to get worse. The rate at which it worsens may be a bit slower, but you're still talking about anything between 20 and 30% higher this year than last year, referrals and numbers of people fed. Um, and you, you can't see an end to it. Uh, it, it is, yeah, it's just a very... It, it's sad to have to do it, but we're glad that we can do it. Yeah. Yeah. you see what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. And good job you're there too, mate, and uh, and doing all the hard work that uh, you and the guys there do. Well, look, Phil, we're going to come back and chat some more in a second or so. Okay. Phil Rutt's with us from Friends of the uh, Homeless and the Basics Banks there in Fairmont Gospot, and uh, we're just chatting about uh, how difficult times are at the moment, and particularly for uh, organisations such as yourself. I mean, it's uh, it's a sad situation to, to rely on you, but as I said before we went into that, it's thank goodness you're there. Basically. Yeah, I, th- I think that's it. We're glad that we're there. Um, I suppose the sense that we all have is that we shouldn't really have to be doing this and that, that um, the system, whatever whatever we describe as the system, is actually failing people mm. and they're falling through the safety net. And thank goodness we, we can operate as that safety net. But I suppose there will be people who even fall through our safety net because they don't put their hands up and say, give us... Can you help us? Will you I, help us? I was going to say, there must be loads of people out there who, who don't even come to you. Well, I, yeah, and that's what we don't know. Mm. We, don't, we, haven't a, we haven't the foggiest idea of, of I mean, the people who don't come. Yeah, I mean, Phil, what would you say to those people, perhaps tuned in tonight? Well, if, if, if you need food, you, and, and don't go without food. You don't have to. All you need to do is to put your hand up, talk to Citizens Advice, or if you've got a support worker, um or whatever, make yourself known and say, can you help me? Be prepared to be honest about the need and, and get the professional help and support that is out there and that you can access. 
that that's all that's all really all you can say to yeah people. yeah absolutely uh, and it's more evident this time of year with christmas around the corner the pressures of that as well it's very commercialized than it used to be uh in the past of course uh, and that doesn't help either does it no and, and it leaves some families for instance who, who've got nothing with nothing They're yeah made, and they they have nothing to give their children nothing to give to each other mums and dads and so on and it just makes life just is just very very mm. complicated for them what's the uh now i know that um, it's a busy time for you uh, and obviously you, you've already said that but what sort of thing now perhaps t- tonight perhaps our listeners can help you with what just, well, what would you the simple what do you need keep you keep using the supermarket drop-off that all, all most super, most food banks will use super, supermarket drop-offs in mm. one one shape or form. So Sainsbury's for us, Waitrose for us in um, in Sainsbury's in Fairham, uh, Waitrose in Lockheath, um, the Co-op in Lee. Uh, I'm not sure whether Waitrose in Gosport is still there, but if it is, then um, there'll be a donation basket there, and and, and just give to. To us in that way, uh, some people, we've, we've instituted our usual reverse advent calendar um, process where people, we ask people to put a tin in a box instead of eating a chocolate out of a little window on a, on a cardboard thing, put a tin in a box and give it to your local food bank. And if, if by December the 24th you should have 24 tins or 24 packets and tins um, and that will that will go a long way to helping your local food bank. I, I don't think it's just about us. It's it's about support your local food bank wherever they are. Um, and a, sim- a simple Google search mm. will enable you to find out where they are, how to get in touch with them. A lot of them publish shopping lists as we do. Um, but the reality is, anything that you give to a food bank in terms of a, a tin of, of of food of some description. Is, is going to help a lot, and oh. it's going to help them make a difference to yeah. people. And someone said to me at a talk I did um, that actually food banks are, are, op- are allowing, are helping the other the members of the community to help those members of the community who are falling on hard times. Mm. So we're just, if you like, the conduit through which help from the wider community can be targeted um, to the people who need help. And that, that was quite a profound idea. I thought. Yeah, yeah. Food for thought, isn't it, really, all this? Oh, it's all food for thought. It literally is. What about, I mean, you mentioned food items there, but what about toiletries and, and stuff oh, like that? Yeah, we uh, toilet rolls are always good. Shampoo, shower gel, deodorant, um, differentiated between male and female. Mm. Um, but, uh, and anything, anything at all will, will help us. Uh, washing up liquid, washing powder, we're getting increasing calls for that kind of thing because they're notoriously expensive now. Now, you mentioned earlier, just then now, Phil, toilet roll, really? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we give toilet rolls out as a matter of course with every food parcel that we give out. Right. They all, all of our food parcels contain toilet rolls. <laughs> well, there you go, and it's just amazing because you, we don't think about it, do you? You, no. you, you, you really don't. You just pick it up and put it in your basket or, yeah. or whatever. It's, and it is a basic, it is a basic good that yeah. people need. Yeah, 
Wow. So you can't imagine life without it. No, you? exactly not. You know, I mean, we had all this palaver, didn't we, over COVID? You know, people arguing over toilet rolls, but, uh, you know, yeah. oh, they're a, incredible. They're a staple almost. Yes. Yeah, it's commodity, isn't it? At the end of the yeah. day, yeah, basically, uh, and yeah. you have to have that sort of thing. So, so toiletries as well is um, quite handy uh, t- to have as well, and they can go in the same uh, yeah, basket. I imagine same, the same drop off. Yeah, um, we 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 we're still getting people who turn up at the door and drop in a bag of food or two or three items of food. Um, some people come in and give us a couple hundred pounds worth of food. Wow! Do you, but any. I've, I've always said when I go into talking schools that I can make a difference or our people can make a difference with one tin. If you give us a tin, that will make a difference to someone. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, no amount is too small um, for us to be able to use and to make a difference to someone who really does need help and support. What about volunteers, Phil? Uh, we're, we're still fine. We've got a great team of volunteers. Um, who, who give up themselves, their time, their energy, their input, um, and they're great. We, and we couldn't do it. There were two things we couldn't do this without. The first is the people who give us food and money, for which we are grateful, and to the volunteers who make it all possible, who sort the tins and the packets, who prepare the parcels and give them out, and talk to people if they want to have a natter, if they don't. You know, everything is, is dealt with uh, with an appropriate regard for professional distance. You know, if people want to have a natter, we'll have a natter. If they want to have a joke and a laugh, we'll have a joke and a laugh with them. If they don't want to do that or don't want to talk about their situation, that's fine too. Um, we're just trying to do it in as, um, as non-judgmental and relational way as we possibly can. Simply, I suppose, because we believe that these people have innate value. It's... it's you know, it's a Christian organisation. If we don't believe that people are valuable um, and are not to be judged, then we shouldn't be doing what we're doing. And that's, that's where I sit. I think the people that we see, regardless of their situation, all have innate value and they matter. And we're saying in our own, in a sense, crude way, um, through these food parcels, that you matter, that, that someone cares about you. Um, and, you know, if we bring a smile to someone's face and have a bit of a laugh and a joke with them, that's, that's fine, and it often happens. Yeah, just absolutely. being human with people, not worrying about the differences, but just seeing the person in front of you as a human being, just like you are. Absolutely. That's getting me getting sort of philosophical about no, it. Absolutely yeah. not, no. <laughs> uh, and it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's look after each other, isn't it? There's some, you know, there can be some selfish people out there, but, uh, I mean, generally just looking on people too, isn't it? Particularly this time of the year as well. Yeah, and you, you just can't do that. You know, mm. we still see people who, there's a famous quote that we had in some research that was done years ago where a lady came into the food bank and said she she came in crying with shame and left the food bank crying with happiness. And, and in a sense, that's the microcosm of what we do. People come in sad and hopefully go away just a little bit more encouraged and maybe, just maybe, a little bit more hopeful. I don't know. Because someone says, we care and you matter. 
Phil, uh, we're almost out of time. Um, as we always do when we chat, and, and, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's great to, to, to get you on and chat, particularly this time of year as well. Uh, just to, to finish with Willie, a little bit of a Christmas message. Oh, what, for me? Yeah. Well, I, I, I would say the, the Christmas thing, I've been talking about this, because I'm getting to do Christmas services this year for my sins. Oh, you've been promoted. No, no, I've been demoted. Oh, demoted. Um, <laughs> and the, the, the whole issue of Christmas is, is don't throw the baby away with the bathwater. What, what, you, what you're actually saying is that, that the baby Jesus and ultimately the man Jesus who goes on to live his life, to teach, to heal, ultimately to die on the cross and rise again, is God's way of saying that people matter and that God doesn't want to give up on people. He is determined, uh, determinedly pro you and me. He's for us. And I think the baby who goes on to become a man and so on is the, the fundamental demonstration of just how for us God is and he's on our side. And, you know, 70% of the food banks in the country are run by Christians. Um, and that's us. As Christian people saying, how oh, actually people matter because they matter mm-hmm. to God, and that's why they matter to us. Phil that's Rutt- my Christmas preach, okay? Bless you. <laughs> Bless you, my son. <laughs> Phil Rutt, look, I, it's a pleasure, sir, as always, uh, for coming on. Thanks for that. And oh, if people want to donate, look out for the bins in their local supermarket. It's probably that's the right. best way, yeah. isn't it? They're usually yeah. on the way out. I always think they should be on the way in. Yes. On the way out works for me. Yeah, absolutely. A pleasure, sir. As always, happy Christmas to you, to everyone there, and to all the good work that all the food banks do, and particularly your one there in Fairmont Gosports. Thank Uh, thank you you for you know from everyone that uh, contributes as well.